This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. You're listening to The Daily Crunch. Google brings its .new domains to the rest of the web, including to Spotify, Microsoft, and others. By Sarah Perez. A year ago, Google rolled out .new links that work like shortcuts to instantly create new Google documents. For example, you could type doc.new to create a new Google Doc or sheet.new to create a new spreadsheet. Today, Google announced it's bringing the .new shortcuts to the rest of the web. Now, any company or organization can register their own .new domain to generate a .new shortcut that works with their own web app. Several have already done so, including Microsoft, which now has Word.new to start a new Word document, or Spotify, which has Playlist.new to start adding songs to a new playlist on its streaming app. The domains are designed to get users straight to the action. That is, instead of having to visit a service, sign in, and then find the right menu or function, they could just start creating. However, some of today's new domains aren't quite as seamless as Google's own. Because most Google Docs users are already signed into Google, it's easy to jump right to creating a new online document. But other services aren't used as often. That means Medium's Story.new doesn't let you immediately start writing your blog post unless you're already signed in to Medium. If not, it drops you on a Join Medium sign-up page instead. This doesn't make it necessarily any easier to use Medium. A better use case would have allowed the user to just start writing, saving their text under a temporary account, then prompt them to join Medium upon exit or clicking Publish. Meanwhile, Microsoft's Word.new, a direct rival to Google's own Doc.new, isn't yet resolving. Google tells us some of the shortcuts aren't yet ready but should be soon. Other participants include Cell.new, eBay, Canva.new and Design.new, Canva, Reservation.new, OpenTable, WebEx.new and Let's Meet.new, Cisco WebEx Meeting Room Creation, Link.new, Bitly, Invoice.new, Stripes Dashboard, API.new, Launch New Node.js API Endpoints from RunKit, Coda.new, Coda, Music.new, create personalized song artwork for OVO sound artist releases and more, and repo.new for GitHub. Spotify also picked up podcast.new, which takes you to Anchor, in addition to playlist.new. Considering the lineup, it's clear that there's not as much of a gold rush for these action-based domains as there are for other top-level domains. There are some fun use cases like Spotify's and practical ones like Word.new, but others are less compelling because they drop you on sign-up, sign-in pages because they're not everyday services. And some are just odd land grabs like Ovo Sound, a record label founded by Drake, which snagged Music.new, a domain that you would think would go to a larger streaming service. In fact, it's somewhat surprising that Google's own music service, YouTube Music, didn't grab that one for itself. 
Google says any company can register these domains, all of which are secured over HTTPS connections like .app, .page, and .dev domains are. Through January 14, 2020, trademark owners can register their trademark.new domains. Starting December 2, 2019, anyone can apply for a .new domain during the limited registration period. To hear everything you need to know about the week's top stories in tech from the people who wrote them, check out the TechCrunch podcast, hosted by me, TechCrunch Managing Editor Daryl Etherington. Each week we go in-depth on two or three of the week's top stories from in and around the startup ecosystem, and I'll be joined by the TechCrunch experts who covered them. They tell us why the news is so important and what they think matters most to you, our listeners, whether you're just interested in tech or that's where you make your living. New episodes drop every Saturday morning, so be sure to subscribe to the TechCrunch podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.